I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Obviously, Super Coach, the team picker, dropped the other day. So we're going to go through each and every position, give our live reactions and see how it all shapes up uh, heading into season 2024. Now, guys, off the top, obviously very early days, like ridiculously early days to be doing this, but I know there's a lot of very keen Super Coach players out there uh, that have sent me a lot of messages this week and whatnot. Uh, there's other content creators out there doing very similar and doing a great job. Uh, so I thought I'd just jump on and have a crack at it and sort of see where we land. So I'm going to go position by position. So some positions you might not care about, others you might be super keen to hear my thoughts on. Uh, and every position is vastly different heading into 2024. I think for us draft players out there, 2024, if you're in a deep league, I think it'll be the hardest year by far and away so far. Uh, and I think Supercoach Classic is going to be very tough. Thankfully, we've got a year of buys under our belt, so we sort of have a good understanding of how that's going to play out. Uh, but I I just think position-wise, it's going to be very tough. And hooker, um, it's it's probably one of the harder positions, to be honest with you. And that's where we're going to start today. We're going to talk about hooker. Now, I want you to also keep in mind, for a general rule, uh, all the prices this year, uh, if, if you work it out, you know, based on what, what what the prices are set as far as an average, uh, what you can do is take the price of a player, divide it by 10,200. That is the magic number this year, 10,200. And that will equate to approximately one super coach point. So uh, let's take the top player here, Harry Grant. Uh, his price tag is 750k. Uh, so if you divide that by 10,200, uh, that will give you an average of 73.5, which was his 2023 season average. So that's the magic number this year, 10,200 uh, for you yourself to work out who's undervalued, overvalued, whatever the hell it might be. And then you can make a move from there. Now we're going to go through hooker today. Really interesting hooker. Uh, it's one of the, uh, in my opinion, it's the only position with an absolute number one standout. Uh, he is a knockout of the park, and it is, of course, that man, Harry Grant. Now, it has been this way for the last couple of years, essentially since Cameron Smith retired and Harry Grant really came into his own, uh, which is what makes this position so difficult. Uh, you look at Harry Grant, 750K uh, for an average of 73.5. Um, my worry with Harry Grant next year is... 
you know, is he the absolute best option? I have no doubt he's going to score the most points. I have no doubt about that whatsoever. But is he the best option? Can you get better value somewhere else? He's going to go and play three games of Origin during the year. How's Craig Bellamy going to use him? What are his minutes going to look like, et cetera, et cetera? Out of all of the hookers, though, who is the hooker that is most likely to get 100 on any given weekend? It is Harry Grant, and in my opinion, the next best probably isn't close. Uh, so Harry Grant, he is a mile better, and this is why in draft leagues as well, you'll find that he will go in the top 10 sort of players. Personally, I don't think he should go in the top 10. It just depends how you value positions. I've spoken very openly about this for quite some time. Uh, I want my first pick to be the highest scoring player I can get, not the best of a shit position. Uh, that's the way that I look at it. Each to their own, though. Uh, but Harry Grant, I think he's the obvious guy. I know that at some point throughout the year, I will have Harry Grant. I think I pretty much had him all of last year. I think I sold him during the origin period. Uh, but I'm looking around. I'm going, okay, is it worth me having Harry Grant from the start? Do I want to pay up? You know, 750K early. Uh, I think realistically, to start the season, I can't see him probably averaging 73. I think he'll go a little bit lower. Uh, you look at the Melbourne Storm, they got the Penrith Panthers week one, which isn't ideal. I just think in general, uh, scoring will be low to start the season. I said that on the podcast the other day as well. So I'm probably looking in a different direction to Harry Grant. Damien Cook. I don't hate this, to be honest with you. Uh, you're going to save about 100K going from Harry Grant to Damien Cook. Uh, you know, the difference in their average is about eight points or so, which isn't really that much. Uh, Damien Cook's going to be an 80-minute nine. Harry Grant probably won't be realistically. Who's going to score more points? I still think it'll be Harry Grant, even if he plays 60 minutes all year. But at least with Damien Cook, I know that my hook is playing 80 minutes every week, dare I say. Damian Cook's days as a New South Wales number nine, I think are probably done, potentially. I wouldn't be surprised if they go in, in, in a different direction next year. We won't know that for sure. We've obviously got Reese Robson, who's coming to the frame. Um, Appy will be available as well. So maybe Cookie does get another chance. But I think if out of Harry Grant, Damian Cook, which one's more likely to miss origin, you would say Damian Cook by a country mile. So I think that becomes appealing. His age is a bit of a worry, I'm not going to lie. But I've been saying that for two years uh, and nothing's really changed. Peter Mamazella, there hasn't been a stuck of talk about him. Cody Nicarima's not at the club anymore. They've got Havili on the bench, but he doesn't really play much hooker. He tends to play as a middle. I think they've got him there just in case. Uh, so I feel pretty confident in saying Damien Cook plays 80 minutes for the vast majority of games next in 2024. I also think with Cookie, they've got other guys that they take off to rest before him, I think. Um, you know, like Cam Murray, Latrell Mitchell, these sort of guys. So I think Cookie's not a bad little grab. Will I start with him? I, I, I probably doubt it. I, I, I actually don't. I don't think I've ever owned Damien Cook, but he sort of becomes a little bit more appealing to me at the moment, to be completely honest with you. Um, I'm going to try and look elsewhere at Hooker outside of those two, uh, but I don't think you can go wrong with either of those. Jeremy Marshall King's interesting. You can get him for slightly less uh, than Damien Cook, 639K. That's a 63-point average. Um, now, there is a bit of value in JMK when you have a look at him last season. In games that he played 70-plus minutes, he's averaging about 69 there. So there is value in Jeremy Marshall King. There's no doubt about that. Is he going to be able to keep up that form? I don't know, uh, but I think he is worth having a little think about. Uh, the next guys you got there, Blake Braley, Wade Egan, Appy. These are guys that don't really jump out to me. They might have had good seasons last year, all averaged 56. I'm pretty sure they averaged, you know, 53 to 60 again. Uh, but they won't be guys that I will be going after personally. Wade Egan coming off a career year. Blake Braley coming off a career year. Appy. I just don't think he's the classic play that you want to go for, especially with some other nines at that club. Uh, just doesn't do it for me. So Blake Braley, Wade Egan, Appy, not even really looking at them. Reese Robson. 
a really interesting one. Now, at the start of last season, uh, there was a lot of hype around Reese Robson. Me and Timmy, we were both pretty vocal that we weren't buying into it. Uh, you have a look at Reese Robson in 2022. He scored, he averaged 64 that season uh, and looked like an attacking juggernaut. And we, you know, if, if you go back and have a listen to the tapes of preseason last year, we just said, hey, look, he was in good form. But that's not really the sort of hooker that Reese Robson is. He's not that knock it down, score seven, eight tries a year, in our opinion. Um, this year, he scored two tries for the North Queensland Cowboys uh, at average 55. So he dropped by nine. So a pretty big drop. Uh, so I'm sure there'll be a lot of people that'll be going, okay, 560K for Robson. I know he can get up until the 650K sort of mark. Robson will appeal to a lot of people. For me personally... I'm not going for it. I do not think that Reese Robson is the answer. I think the player that we saw last year, 55 to 60 point average, I think that's more so the guy that we're looking at here. I, I never thought that he was the try scoring attacking juggernaut uh, that he looked like in 2022. So uh, that's a hill I'm sort of happy to die on at the moment. Um, you have a look at his last 15 games of season 2023. Uh, he scored above 60 in two of them. So two of his last 15 games, he scored above 60 and he's priced at a 55 average. So for me, it's just not the answer. He's also going to play Origin. Uh, that's going to take a lot out of him. I just, Reese Robson is not the answer for me, but I can understand why people find him appealing. And if you're going to back him in to get back into that, that, that 2022 form, wouldn't be the first time I've been wrong. Won't be the last time. So back him in if you want, but he is not the pick for me. Uh, Reed Marnie, I like Reed Marnie as a footballer, but good God, fuck that. God, that was hard to watch last year. I know a lot of you got sucked into that portal last year uh, and it was tough to watch. It was, you know, it probably wasn't as tough as to watch as the uh, Sonny Luke shit fight that I got myself in. Uh, but Reed Marnie, I know a lot of people made moves to him round three, round four, and uh, that just worked out fucking awfully for you. So uh, Reed Marnie, he is not the pick for me. I will not even be considering him. Uh, Lockie Croker's next on the list at 532K. Uh, never an option anyway, but now with Gordon Chan come Tong arriving, uh, and I assume being the 14, uh, that's going to make Lock and Croker even fucking worse. So once again, another example how in draft competitions, hooker becomes really difficult. Lock and Croker, probably the last guy that you wanted, but if you're in a 14-man league, all of a sudden he's probably a top 10 or 12 hooker. So it just gets a little bit more shallow. Um, Chris Randall, you're not going to consider him for classic, obviously. Draft, I really like him. I think you'll have a spot in that team somewhere. Um, he's not dual position anymore, which hurts, uh, but I don't mind Chris Randall. If you want to leave Hooker to very late on your draft day, I think Chris Randall's a nice little get. Brandon Smith. Interesting Brandon Smith. Um, I've been very vocal that I think he's more of a 13 than a 9. Towards the back end of the season, though, he was playing hooker at a very, very high click. So you've got to give full credit to him. 474K, so he's coming in at a 46 average, which we know cheese at his best. He can absolutely blow 46 away. Uh, but I do worry about cheese and sort of how the Roosters are going to work. Uh, we had Tom and Eddie's Rosé party the other day. The great Connor Watson was there. Cheese was there as well. And I was talking to Connor about his role next year. And um, he thinks he's going to be the forward. Well, he thinks he's a good shot to be the 14. Obviously, him and Sandon Smith, they'll be fighting for that jersey. Uh, but he also reckons that he will spend uh, a fair whack of time at nine as well, depending on how Brandon Smith's fitness is and everything. So that'll be really interesting to see how that plays out. And for that little variable, I didn't like Brandon Smith at the start of last year when a lot of you did. Uh, and I still don't like him heading into this season, despite 
despite him playing, I thought, some of his actually actual most complete footy as a hooker towards the back end of season 2023. Uh, you remember my argument always was that he's the best hooker in rugby league five metres out, but the other 95 metres, he just didn't do enough for me. I think he really did improve as a complete hooker in 2023, uh, but the threat of Connor Watson worries me a little bit too much. Uh, Sam Verrill is another guy a lot of people have mentioned me about. 463k coming back from injury, priced at a 45 average. Um, look, I'll be completely honest with you. I love Sam Verrill as a football. I reckon he's an absolute gun nine. Supercoach-wise, it just doesn't seem to correlate, though. Uh, and even if you have a look at his 80-minute games that he played last year and the scores that he came up with, like, I'll be honest with you, they're just not that fucking good. Um, so Sam Verrills, I think people are sort of hoping against hope with him, to be completely honest with you. Uh, you have a look at some of the 80-minute games that he played last year. Had some decent ones, but my God, he had some low ones as well. And, you know, even his, even his good 80-minute games, you know, you're looking at, 60 with two line breaks. Um, you're looking at uh, against the Dolphins in round 19. He played 80 minutes, to be fair. He, he based 56, uh, but that's sort of an outlier. I just – I don't think Sam Verrills is the right guy for Supercoach. Um, I think that in games that he doesn't get attacking stats, he'll get you a 40, 45. Uh, I just don't think that's where you sort of want to be. I, I reckon he stays at a very similar price for most of the year, Sammy Verrills. Um, Connor Watson – we already spoke about him. Um, I I don't I, I don't hate Connor Watson to be honest with you. Three hundred and seventy four k, so he's at a thirty six point average. He's dual position hooker, second row forward, which I think is going to be super important this year. Jules, there's not many of them, so if you can get your paws on them. I really like him. He's a guy that I haven't heard too many people talk about so far, and I understand why. I get it, because he's going to be the 14 and stuff, and it comes with a, a lot of risk in it. Uh, but you have a look at when he was coming off the bench for Trent Robinson in 2022, he averaged 52 points. So, you know, th th there is a potential big game there. Do I know what his role is going to be? I think he's going to come on and play a bit of nine. Uh, am I confident on that? No, I'm not. He could play 20, 25 minutes a game, in which case it's a no-go. Um, and you know what? Back in 2022 when he was playing that role for the Roosters, he was coming on and playing a bit of 13 as well, uh, which obviously in this team when you've got Brandon Smith and Victor Radley, it's probably not going to happen. So I, I think I think Connor Watson's a really good watch. I think we keep an eye out in trials to see the sort of role that he's playing for Trent Robinson and what the minutes look like. And just keep an eye on interviews and whatnot with Shane, oh, Shane Watson, Jesus, with Connor Watson uh, to see what he thinks his role is and whatnot. Very, very interesting. I think Cheese and uh, Connor, they're both pretty outspoken guys in, in a positive way. Uh, so I, I think we'll probably hear a little bit from them in the preseason. We'll see how it plays out. But I think Connor Watson with dual position at 374k priced at just a 36 point average uh, the way that Connor Watson's plays and if this Roosters team is you know especially with the forward pack they've got the way that he can come on and have an impact I, I wouldn't be putting the red sharpie through him I think he's someone that we need to keep an eye on Connor Watson and if something happens that early in the, early in the year there's injuries or whatever if something was to happen to Cheese or he was to move positions or change around or whatever it might be Connor Watson becomes very very appealing all of a sudden at 374k dual position and with Robinson previously, he's averaged 52 coming off the bench. Just one to keep an eye on. Uh, Jaden Braley is the next one, 332, uh, 330K. That comes in at about a 32-point average. Um, obviously, the big worry is Phoenix Crossland. He came into this side and absolutely fucking brained it last year. He was very impressive. So I'm expecting Phoenix Crossland to be the 14, which I'm sort of anticipating we'll see Jaden Braley play about 50 minutes. Now, in a 50-minute time span, I think 
you will average 40 to 45. Uh, I personally think that, you know, the less time he knows he's on the field, I think the harder he will go knowing that he gets a spell and Phoenix gets to come on. So I think he'll get through a little bit more work than what his PPM probably currently says, Jaden Braley. Uh, still the skipper of the club, still one of the highest paid players at that club. Uh, I am still expecting Jaden Braley to make some money there. So he's a guy that I probably think I'll end up starting with. I'm not stoked with it. Don't get me wrong. But I think in the first few weeks, depending on how he goes in trials and whatnot, I think Jaden Braley is one of those guys that you can make 100K off in the first five or six weeks. If he happens to snag a try or a try assist at some point, maybe one or two in the first five weeks, I think you can grab a little bit of cash there. But look, it's not a perfect solution. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I do think he is one of the safer moneymakers at hooker. Uh, Gordon Chan, come Tong. A lot of people have messaged me about him. I absolutely love this kid. I think he's a star in the making. But I think he only he plays 30-odd minutes a game in 2023. His average has blown out a little bit last season because he scored a try in one of those games, which you'll remember. I think it was Jake Travojevic or someone actually handed him the ball to put down as well. I'm pretty sure that's how it played out. Uh, but you have a look at his games in 2023. There was only two of them where he played 30 minutes. He based that at 19 and 16. So for me, I oh, just... And you know what? To, to be fair, both of those were in very big wins, so maybe it's harder to stack up base stats. Uh, but Chan Kum Tong, I love him, but I don't think he's the answer. If something happens that he wins the starting nine role at the Manly Seagulls next year, which I think is very unlikely, but if something like that happens or if you know you get Lachlan Croker gets injured or something, we'll come back to uh, Chan Kum Tong and have a serious conversation there because we really need a hooker to probably stand up this preseason. I'm getting a little bit worried about who that's going to be. Now, a couple of options, a couple of other Smokies, and I'm not really expecting any of these guys to stand up and be the guys, but like Danny Levi is one that's very cheap down there at the Canberra Raiders, but I, I surely you're assuming that Starling and Wolford are in front of him. Uh, Connor Mulherson, who, who looked very good to me for the St. George of Dragons. I've obviously got Jacob Little there. I've now got Ronald Volkman, who, who, who they could use there a little bit as well. So I can't really see him becoming the starting nine. I think it will be Jacob Little, but if he does, he's interesting. Blake Moser, I don't really see him coming into that Broncos side just yet. I don't think they'll change the combo they had last year but if we get injuries in the trials or in Vegas or something like that, he could be interesting. Um, you know, the hooker for Parramatta next year, if one of them wins a big minute role, someone could be interesting there as well. But uh, just no one really jumping out at me as far as hooker goes. I think Jaden Braley's probably the best choice out of a bad bunch to probably make money. If you want to just go straight up, Harry Grant, I get it 100%. I'm leaning away from it, but the more I look at the other options, maybe I think it's the best way to go. I've got no fucking idea. Uh, Damien Cook, I don't think is a bad option. Jeremy Marshall King, there probably is a little bit of value in Jeremy Marshall King. I don't think he'll be a huge moneymaker, but we know that he has got big scores in him. Um, you have a look at that Dolphins pack as well. You know, you've obviously got Herbie arriving. That'll help their go forward, but you get uh, Tommy Flegler back. Uh, Tommy Flegger comes into the side, and Tom Gilbert also returns as well. So, um, you know, all of a sudden, they're a bit of a better forward pack. Maybe that's better for JMK to play behind. The more I look at JMK, the more I don't mind him, to be completely honest. You're 639K, so you could save. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
about 110k off a of Harry Grant there, and I wonder how close they'd get to each other. Harry Grant finished last year with a 73-point average. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King, uh, when he played 70-plus minutes last year, he averaged 69. So, realistically, not that far off Harry Grant. The more I look at this and live, the more I think Jeremy Marshall King might not be a bad little play. So maybe a Jeremy Marshall King paired up with a Braley or a Watson might be the way to go, depending on Watson's uh, role and whatnot. But Jaden Braley, probably the better one to go there, I would say. I think worst case scenario with Braley, you're not going to lose money on him anyway. I think the only way is up with Braley realistically. Uh, So yeah, I'm slowly actually convincing myself on JMK. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see as the season gets closer and whatnot. They obviously had Harrison Graham, who also played a bit of nine last year. They got Cody Nicarima. They got heaps of guys in that squad, but I think they play their best footy when Jeremy Marshall King is fit and firing. Uh, he didn't play in the offseason as well. He didn't play for the Kiwis, obviously. So uh, well rested, uh, coming off injury, but I think he'll have an entire preseason. He'll be ready to go, JMK. So a really interesting one there, which is very strange. It's not very often we're talking about one of Wayne Bennett's hookers uh, as a very good super coach option. But the more I look at Jeremy Marshall King uh, and his stats, the more I wonder maybe if he is the way to go. Once again, guys, very, very early days. Heaps of water to go under the bridge. A wild amount of water to still go under the bridge before we have to make these decisions. But Hooker, it's going to be one of the tough ones. And I think that, you know, your Harry Grants, your Jeremy Marshall Kings, your Reese Robsons, I think they're going to go pretty early on draft day. Uh, so you have to make a decision. Are you going to go early and go overs to get a nine and solve that problem? Or are you going to wait till later, which is what I will do and try and solve your problem during the regular season. It's going to be very interesting. Hooker, whether you're playing classic, draft, whatever the fuck it is, it is going to be very, very tough in season 2024. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.